0: Another episode of Matt goes to the movies here to talk about the newest episode of Halo streaming on Paramount Plus. We have reached episode four, and with episode four, we have officially crossed into the territory of we have seen more naked ass than Halo in this show. So. <laughs> it's- Exactly what I wanted. Just unbelievable what this show gives us. And if you can't tell by that introduction, uh, this is not what I was looking forward to from the new episode. So, Rob, I'm going to be really ha- uh, interested to see what you have to say because I know I have a lot. My, I, I, I just have a lot to say. Um, I have a lot to say as well, and it's funny
1: that you kind of started with that, because one of the things that really jumps out to me, we've kind of talked about how this show really feels heavily influenced by somebody who was very into Game of Thrones and wanted to make their own version of it. And it kind of feels like they realized that one of the things that people supposedly really liked about Game of Thrones, one of the things it's known for is gratuitous amounts of TNA. And they decided with this show, they weren't going to give us any of the T. So they doubled down on the A. And and that's just nonstop what we're getting. And it's distracting and it's kind of pointless. And it's like, wh- why is this happening? Like, it, it's distractingly bad.
0: Yeah. They're, uh, again, like, I I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's not like I have something, ag- it's not like I have anything against it. And I'm like, Okay, you know, oh my god, like there's nudity in a program. Right. But, yeah. it, but it just it serves no purpose. And again, like all joking aside, we we've literally seen more human ass than we have anything that I was looking for in this Halo show. It's another to me slow, boring, dialogue driven episode where you focus on characters that are not interesting and it just, it bogs down this episode. So, so bad for me. Like I, so I put off watching this episode until today. (laughs) Yeah. I think you just
1: finished it right before we went on air. Didn't you?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. About 20 minutes before.
1: Yeah. So this is one of those things where if, if we had a conversation about what we wanted to have in a Halo show months ago, weeks ago, what you know, years ago, when we first found out this thing was going to happen, and I could and I could kind of Morpheus, you know, red pill, blue pill, make you an offer. In this hand, I have a pill that will give you a show with uh, the Master Chief running around, shooting a Covenant, blowing things up, driving warthogs over grunts, making things explode, a, a kind of a building a relationship between Master Chief and Cortana. I could give you that in one hand. The other hand is barely seen any covenant at all whatsoever. We've only had one Spartan versus covenant fight. It's a bunch of people talking in space and you see their butts. Which Mm -hmm. one of those two options would
0: you have taken, Matt? Yeah, I I definitely would have thrown the second option out the window. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you would would light that
1: option on fire and then you would send it down the river.
0: Yeah, it's just... (sighs) Boy, I think just getting into the ep- like just getting into the episodes the best thing because I don't know how we t- like I don't know how we talk about this episode without just pinpointing specific aspects of. What happened as to why I'm not really a fan of it. So uh, I'm going to go first, Rob, with my watch rating of this episode where we talk whether the episode is low, medium or high. Would you rewatch this episode? Does it offer anything of value to bring you back? And for me, the answer is low. I just I can't see a reason to rewatch this episode. I don't think it adds anything to the lore. I don't think you miss anything. There's no real emotional moments for me that give me any kind of connection to these characters. Quan is an absolute she's a brat and is like she's a brat and she is responsible for multiple people getting hurt in this episode because she needs to throw a fit that's like reminiscent of a kid. And it just it, it doesn't work, it's low. There's no re for me, there's no reason to rewatch this episode. I barely got through the episode as it is the first time watching it. Um not that I was super busy. I had a couple things going on this week, and I was like, you know what? Okay. Normally we do this. Uh you know, we're talking about this episode on a Sunday. Normally we do this on Saturday. You know, between you and I, we couldn't get, you know, we couldn't get Saturday to work. And and as soon as you as soon as you reached out to me and said, like, hey, would Sunday work for you? I literally was like, I, yeah, um, Sunday works. That's absolutely not a problem. It kind of works better for me as well. But I literally just I said to myself right then and there, I'm not going to watch this episode until Sunday. Like I had like, and, and we talked, I believe the day that it's the day that the episode comes out. Did we not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And neither one of us had seen it. I I had a bunch of stuff going on Thursday night. I didn't end up watching this till Friday. Um, and uh, coming off of last week, I think you and I both liked last week's a little bit more. It gave us a little bit of hope. Right. Um, so I'm just going to go right into my watch rating at this point and, and say, this is low. I, I rewatched this earlier. And, um, so I watched it with my family Friday night. And then I just rewatched this by myself earlier. I found myself skipping through quite a bit and sort of fast forwarding through things um, because I was just like, I can't bear to watch like what's going on here. I'm, I'm very bored by what's happening. There's a lot in this that feels like filler. It feels mm-hmm. like they're padding the episode count and, and, there's almost nothing in here that feels like it's going to carry forward in ways that mean anything. There's, there's so many storylines that they're adding that just mean nothing to me. Um, You know, I really struggle to care about anything to do with Quan's story. Like all of a sudden she's rich now. Like it just kind of came out of nowhere. I I don't know. There's, there's so many things that just, they keep trying to add to make it more interesting. And yet Mm -hmm it's a it's a show based on a first person shooter and we get no shooting there's a little bit here but it's i'll tell you what's been very interesting to me is is kind of paying attention to the people that are talking about this show and there's not really a lot of people out there talking about this show but there's a very there's a big disconnect i've noticed and and i'll be curious to see if you've noticed this as well or, or have a different uh take on it um there's a disconnect between people who consider themselves Halo fans, you know, people who've played the games, people who are really into it, spent a lot of time with it, and people who maybe are only casually familiar with it. Maybe they played one or two of them, didn't really get that into it, or maybe they're only familiar with it because they're watching it with somebody um, who is a Halo fan. It seems mm-hmm. like the people who are enjoying this show, and there's people out there who are, Don't get, don't get me wrong are the ones that are more in that second group. They're not the people who played the game. They're not the people that, that like, is, this is really important to them. And that seems very strange to me. <laughs> like, we've talked about that this show is, is not appealing at all to the fans that were the ones that would have wanted to get this thing made in the first place. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, it's a low watch rating. I'm still looking, I got to be honest, and, and we're going to dump on this episode a lot. I just know, like, you and I have not talked at all about uh, nope. Prior to going on air, what, what our thoughts are. But I already know we're both going to dump on this thing a lot. And yet, I still say that I'm interested to see what happens Thursday. I think there's, I do think there's enough things that, that keep me intrigued to see how they play out. and And maybe it's just because of the license itself. Maybe it's just because I want to see when they really do start having, you know, the, the battles with the covenant and things like that, when we get to that point, when we get to those action set pieces, I still kind of want to see it, but I got to be honest. So, so Friday night, I turned this off and uh, my family wanted to watch something different. So I fired up uh, Xbox game pass and, and jumped back into halo infinite uh, not necessarily on purpose, but that just happens to be what I'm playing right now. And uh <laughs> I, I was at, and I'm not going to spoil anything here, but I, I was at kind of a boss battle that's that's kind of cheap uh, in in <laughs> how this boss attacks you, it, and was kind of frustrating at points. And I and I kept dying, and I kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And there's you know there's some weird checkpoints in there that that don't really log, so you have to backtrack a lot, and it's it's kind of frustrating. And yet I still had more entertainment, more fun, and had a better Halo experience with that than I did watching the show that preceded that activity
0: yeah i I think you know one thing that i'm like crazy interested in and sometimes i don't put a lot of faith into them but uh one site that i frequent quite often uh is ign rob have you have you looked at their reviews for the halo show from since episode one i haven't seen theirs but the digging around that i've done um,
1: because I was very curious about the overall perception of this. Um if you look at, at the places you can commonly find reviews, it's generally pretty meh, you know, it's like I would mm-hmm. say an average of seven out of ten is is what you're finding in most places between critical reviews and audience reviews. Uh, generally kind of meh.
0: yeah, like, so here's here's in order. episode one, seven, episode two, seven. Episode 3, 8. Episode 7, or Episode 4, a 7. And it said, for this one, and this is like, again, this is where I'm curious because I just don't see it. While Halo is still bogged down by one clunky subplot, Episode 4 gives Master Chief and his fellow Spartans plenty of fascinating character development and emotional moments. I guess dying your hair is considered emotional. I don't know. Um, (laughs) You know, like... I I don't get that review. Like I don't get that at all. And I don't even like, again, this is just my opinion. I don't even agree with it being a set, like a seven for the first two episodes. I wouldn't agree with episode, you know, three getting an eight. I just, boy, I just don't see it again. This, this guy that plays master chief, he, he brings nothing to the table for me. I don't think he's a good actor. And you know, I, I when we were talking last week, Rob, you know, somebody pointed out like, oh, well, he had a, a neuralizer chip in him and he's taking it out. Well, he's still the same, like, he's still the same actor. So he looks exactly yeah. the same, even though he's supposed to now be able to to have emotion and he just chooses not to. Right. <laughs> yeah. He he looks and acts the same. And you know, it's just I don't care. You know, cause all we do is get another, we get another dump um, about Hazley and okay. Now it's, it's more evident now that, you know, her, the Spartan program is even a little bit more, you know, sadistic and wrong than we thought and how she's so cold and calculated like. Yes, so what? I understand that. I get that, but she's not interesting. I thought maybe this show, this episode would be fun because, okay, look, we we're getting cortana. Great. Uh, what's her purpose in this this episode to to help John with his virtual reality game? i it,
1: yeah, she's basically augmented reality at this point,
0: right. She, you know, she, it has very little screen time in this episode. It brings really nothing. And yeah, I just it's just a it's bought, it's doubling down on the things that I knew and the things that I don't care about. It's Overall, like, and
1: we were talking about the difference between the Halo super fans and just kind of your general sci-fi fan that might be checking this out um, just because they know it's a licensed property and, and might have something to work with and does have its own deep lore. I mean, there is if you want to if you want to go deep right. in Halo, you can find some good stuff out there. But <clears throat> there's so many moments that are just so dumb and make no sense that it's not it's not that this is just a bad Halo show. This is actually bad sci-fi. And and I've seen the gap in opinion, but I got to think some of the things we're going to talk about that are misses have to feel like a miss to your general sci-fi fan. Like I just, I don't see how other people are going to look at certain things and be like, yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. Like that, that Mm -hmm. was well executed there.
0: Yeah, I mean, so let's let's get into that because we kind of started talking and we're getting dangerously close into spoiler territory. So let's move into popcorn time and start talking about what this episode really is, how it breaks down and and what's going on. And And the main crux of this episode is John going back home. He is going to try and unlock his memories and again, that's where the show just it falls apart for me very early on because this guy doesn't emit any emotions. I don't particularly find his story interesting. I don't particularly feel bad for him because this this guy—I hate to rag on him—doesn't make me care. I, I don't care about him. I don't. I, I don't care what happened to Master Chief because. His acting doesn't make me, I don't think it's interesting at all.
1: And even the flashbacks we get of him as a kid really fall flat on their face because all you really see is him predicting, you know, heads or tails basically. And we see a few other things here, there, you know, we see him kind of, you know, kind of in detention and, you know, Halsey comes in, uh, you know, a younger version of her, a younger version of him. And, and yet we still like, we're not really shown anything of John as a child that, that would really lead us to believe like he's kind of like, again, this, the show is borrowing so much from other sci-fi. Like he's, he's almost being set up to be a Neo kind of figure that he's this, this savior that's been picked out from a distance, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and there, and if, again, going back to the fall of reach, if you get a chance to read that book when they, when they actually create the Spartan program, you know, they, they selected these kids very specifically, but there's almost something in this show where they almost have like a, a mystical like kind of a I don't know almost like magic that they're using Um, right and I don't really care for it like kind of you know if you're gonna do if you're gonna do high fantasy do high fantasy if you want to do sci-fi do sci-fi like I'm not saying you can't mix those things and certainly it's been done but I don't know I don't think that's really what I wanted here um but the whole flashback is just it's boring as hell when they're doing, they're just, they're sitting around in the forest, just digging. And they have these flashbacks that, that I fast forwarded through almost all of it on my second watch through, because it was just, it did nothing for me. It was super boring. I didn't care about any of it. It didn't add anything. It didn't make me like John as a
0: child, more John as an adult, more it did nothing. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is these scenes don't make, anything and like they don't provide any content for you to care more about John to care more about his struggle to be taken away and his parents' disappearance like okay we're you know we're, we're gonna be at episode five and we get john has you know touched the the artifact before great Now, all of a sudden, you know, now we actually get the Halo ring mentioned. Great. But you, you've had four episodes to capture attention. And for me, you haven't. And it doesn't help that the other part of this episode, and I mentioned it earlier, is the subplot with Quan going back to try and, you know, finish what her father started. And she is, she's a brat. She has absolutely no composure whatsoever. And for somebody that wants to do good, boy, she gets a lot of people hurt in this episode because quite frankly, I, I hate this. She can't keep her mouth shut. There's like, so much about uh...
1: that, that plot that, you know, and I guess I'll just kind of talk about all of those scenes and, you know, all of the Quan subplots that was, it was soaring together, you know, just kind of as a whole, I know they kind of bounce in and out. So they're walking right back into the city where she's definitely a fugitive and she's just kind of got her hood up, like nobody's gonna notice her, nobody's looking for her. Right. Like but, wait, that's that's dumb. And then she takes her hood off in public repeatedly, and starts yelling, repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly yes, takes repeated. her hood off and starts yelling. Like, what what are you what are you doing? Yeah. And then she shows up at the memorial for her dead father as though nobody's gonna be staking that out, thinking she's gonna show up. And then she starts yelling again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like they're There is. it makes absolutely no sense at all. It's so just dumb. It's hard to think of it as anything other than that. And then when you really get right down to it, what is it she's trying to do? I mean, think about it. What is it that she's trying to do? She's trying to restart the rebellion her father had against the UNSC. And the UNSC is trying to say that this covenant threat is real and we should be paying attention to it, you guys. And she's already seen a bunch of her stoner friends get turned into pink mist by the covenant. She's already seen that the UNSC isn't all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly is she doing and why? Like it, it yeah. just seems like there's conflict there for conflict's sake. And it's once again, one of my most hated things of all lazy screenwriting. Yep. It's trying to set up conflict for the sake of having a subplot where she's doing something And it doesn't work. It's stupid. When you actually boil it down, it it actually is counterintuitive. Like she's seen the covenant. She's She's, seen them dust people. She's doing more harm than good with her, with her actions. Yeah does it not seem obvious that the actual covenant is a bigger threat than any of this rebellion or insurrection that her father was was kind of stupidly trying to pull off like they, they were clearly never going to win that like they they didn't have the resources against the UNSE
0: like right it, it just it holds up to zero scrutiny i'll tell you what the uh, I, the only thing that i'll give any of those scenes with her credit for is when they first walk in There's two of those people getting like kicked on the ground um, by the UNSC. I I was like, here we go. She's going to like run up and like push them and she's going to blow their cover. I was I was shocked that she walked by and didn't do anything. And I was like, oh, um, okay." like. Maybe I can give this episode some credit. Like that's something that's, you know, the typical, oh, I'm supposed to be hiding out, but I see somebody in trouble and I run out and expose myself. And I was like, oh, all right. Um, they avoided that. Yeah. Two minutes later, there she is screaming at the top of her lungs, calling everybody a traitor.
1: Yeah. And, and let's jump forward just a little bit if we can. Yeah. Um first of all why is why in the year like twenty five forty five or whatever year it is is soren still basically rocking a gold-plated cult python like he doesn't he doesn't have like better weapons than something taken literally out of the late 90s like i don't know like that to me was yeah. somewhat distracting i i don't i'm not quite sure what they were going for there but well he's still got so, his
0: mu- he's got his muppet arm too so oh
1: you know. god that it's terrible um so we kind of you know, it's still kind of revolving around the the plot with Quan. We, we get um, Venture in, in the pool, which, again, this is a scene ripped right out of some Game of Thrones fanfic because um, it's just it's stupid. So this is what I didn't catch this the first time around. But the second time around, it was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. He's he's bringing in a, a bounty hunter. He's bringing in an assassin, you know, somebody to do a little bit of wet work for him. And, and he just kind of stands up naked in front of her and expects her to put the robe on him which is just I don't know it's beyond creepy it, it's just it, it feels out of place uh, I don't know but he he ta- he talks about Quan as though she's this big threat to him so what am I missing something Matt what exact threat does she possess to him right now I, does she have any money no no does she have any allies no. How about weapons? She got any of those? No. Yeah. So, other than plot and lazy screenwriting, why does Venture need her taken out? What what threat does she pose to him? Because he's he, definitely somebody who is very egotistical. Like he's very arrogant. He, what? Why does he think she's a threat?
0: I don't. He he goes to the same school as Black Widow. He he's got to clean his ledger. I know that. <laughs> such a dumb line like oh my god like do you know what made me laugh about that entire scene though i more butts we didn't ask for well no like that i was just like all right i knew it was coming too i was like here comes another shot here we go (laughs) i i laughed so hard like i actually paused it for a second because i just i sat there and was like saying to myself again i when you Film something, watch it, you yell cut, you go back, and you go, okay, yeah, we're going to keep that. He he puts his cigar out in the freaking pool. Like, I don't know why, but that just, like, that scene cracked me up that he put the cigar out in the water. I just, I, <laughs> I, I laughed so hard, and I literally, I was like, so they filmed that, looked at it, and said, yes, like, that's part of this episode great job like I would have been like who wrote this and see you later like good luck on your next project
1: it's it's kind of trying to like it's like fake tough guyness it's trying to make him seem like a badass that he's he's not yet it's trying to just I don't know it's adding in something that doesn't work. Like it's just, it seems foolish because nobody would do that. Like there's, mm-hmm. it makes no sense at all whatsoever. Um, it's just supposed to make him seem like he's a tough guy. I, I don't know. I, I, I caught that as well. And it's, it's laughably stupid.
0: Yeah. I, Oh God, man. I, that is just the whole episode to me. The whole episode is stupid. I, you know, again, the the one spartan dizer hair red and oh my god the crappy dialogue with <laughs> oh it, it's with bad the, with the other doctor what what is her name again like that's how Miranda bad Keys. okay yeah i can't even remember because she's so uninteresting and just <laughs> what no like it looks fine oh my god <laughs> don't touch like <plate. laughs> oh I, I, that's actually I, that's a pretty good impression. Yeah, like I, I'll tell you what. When when you're listening to this, like, I, I'm sorry, like I, I don't care anymore because this show doesn't care. Like this, this show could care less about making anything interesting. It just, oh, we each had a dog. You had you had a pig. You had a like. Shut shut up. I don't care. Like I so
1: I, I oh. I'm gonna make the the reference to Game of Thrones again. It feels like somebody paid attention to all of the unspeakable cruelty that happened on that series that like right. got a visceral reaction and they said, How can we do that? Okay, let's give all the Spartans pets and then let's have to make them kill them all. Yeah and that was supposed to elicit a reaction out of the audience. Like like for those of you who have seen the first season of Game of Thrones, like when the dire wolf has to be killed, you know very early on, like you know it attacks Joffrey and Joffrey orders it to be killed or whatever. I don't remember the exact events, but like when the wolf died, like you felt something about that. You're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. But them telling this story, I was just like, I, you know, I, you can't see me, but right now I'm just shrugging my shoulders and I'm just kind of going, meh. Like it's, it just is kind of a stupid story. It makes. It makes Halsey seem cruel in, in ways that aren't necessary. Like there's, there's things that are supposed to be planted in this episode. You know, we kind of talked about them in those flashbacks where it's supposed to make the relationship more complex, but it doesn't make it more complex and interesting in any way. It's just kind of stupid. Like I, mm-hmm. I, wish, I wish they had done some things to make that relationship more complex, but it falls completely flat on its face. Um, she doesn't even seem like a real person. You know what I mean? Like the way that they talk about her and the things that supposedly happened, it it just, it
0: seems completely fake. She seems made up. She seems like she's a video game villain. Yeah. And not even a well-written one. Right. Because think about like, think about this. I was, I was just thinking about this while you were talking, what they're making all of these things and making her seem just, you know, terrible, worse than we thought. What's the end game? What's her what's her comeuppance? John John rebels against her. like, who cares? What what right now could they do that makes you go? Yeah, I feel good for her getting what she deserves. It, yeah. And, you know, at
1: some point, at some point, he's going to have to fight confident pretty regularly. Right. And he's going to need Halsey helping him, assuming she's still in the show. So all of this stuff that they're trying to lay I guess it could work out but am I going to care enough by the time it does?
0: Probably not. Right. Probably not. And th- this whole episode you just said it a minute ago. This whole episode is a sh- a shoulder shrug for me. Yeah. It's okay, when when are we going to get to and boy, when are we going to get to Halo? I mean, they At least they show a Covenant gun, I guess. Okay, cool. Thank you. (laughs) But like, okay, when are we going to get to this? When is it going to be, oh, Halo is actually a threat? When is it going to be the Covenant is actually a threat? Because they sent them down just like, we don't even see the Covenant this entire episode. We don't see the High Count. Like, what are they doing? We don't see, uh, uh, how do you pronounce your name? McKee? McKeek? Yeah, Maki or McKeek, Ma- something Ma- like that. Like, okay, I actually Where, don't care either way. Where's, where's, where's she? What is she doing? What is the High Council yeah. talking about? What is their pl- like? What is their plan? Do they know John found the other marker? Like, what? You went a whole episode and did nothing, and you can tell by the music score in this thing. Boy, they thought they were saying some shit in some of these scenes. They thought they were doing something.
1: Especially whenever they put the Gregorian chant in when they say Halo for the first time and you hear kind of a a theme that's reminiscent of the original show's, you know, uh, score, that iconic Gregorian chant. God forbid we should get that, you know. I mean, why would anybody want that?
0: They they literally, (laughs) like, they literally in that first episode, this is all the Halo you're getting, so enjoy it.
1: It's funny because it's like, you think about the game series, Halo. It's one of the most popular series of games on the planet. I mean, sure. The Mar, you know, Mario is huge. Uh, I mean, absolutely huge, you know, Call of Duty. Absolutely huge. Final Fantasy. Absolutely enormous. Like these are some major, major, uh, you know, IP that are out there for gaming. And, and they, it's almost like they kind of said, man, seems like people sure like this, this Halo stuff. Um, Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to give them any of what they think they're going to get. And that's and we know better that we're going to make a better show without any of the stuff that's included in any of these games.
0: Right. And again, I would say if you said, "Okay, name 10 video game franchises that have been influential in video gaming history. I feel like Halo more often than not would be mentioned in those 10. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: Regardless, of, I mean, if you're a, a fan of a particular series or not, like, for example, you know, when you think back to when we did our, our top 100 video game series, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of series that appeared on your list, on Brandon's list, uh, on Harrison's list that were nowhere on mine. But I can at least acknowledge the importance of them um, to the history of, of gaming, you know, like I'm not I'm not particularly a fan of the Beatles, but I acknowledge them as one right. of the single most significant bands in the history of music, one of the most important uh, players in the history of music and, and Halo would likely be in just about anybody's top 10 if they're being honest. Um, and, and we're getting nothing (laughs) now, virtually nothing. I mean, we're getting some really accurate costuming. Like we're getting some really good, like, you know, the guns that we've seen look good. Like the, the helmets for the different Spartans look good. Like the, the warthog looks good. Um, some of the sound effects have been good. Like we talked about that. um, and I think the design of like the profits, that looks good. Um, right. Uh, and I ran out of stuff to say it is good.
0: Yeah. Cause the, again, the costumes, good, great. Um, what else, what else is good? Nothing else is good. And this is one of those shows where it's just, it's just hard to talk about because there's nothing, there's nothing of substance for us to. Really break down and discuss because it's not like we know what's going on. Okay, great. You found another marker. You mentioned the you've mentioned the halo ring. We know what that is. So there's nothing to like, there's nothing to debate from this episode. You can't break anything down and say, okay, well, now that he found the second marker, but like, does that like, no, there's nothing. And you take that into account with like, another, like these two shows running, they're one episode behind. But you take that into account for like what Moon Knight is doing right now. And there's a hundred things to talk about about, okay, well, what would episode, what could episode four possibly be? Like, there's all of these things that happened so far for, through the first three episodes. And with this, it's like we know the story. So when the episode is this bad, it's not even the realm of when we were talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine or Batman and Robin or any of these other movies that we've, you know, these topics that we've discussed on this show that at least give us a laugh, that are at least fun to talk about. This is like it's aggravating because there's no substance almost.
1: Yeah. There's almost no reason for a lot of this to be going on. You know, there's, there were a couple short action scenes in this, but they're, they're very short. I mean, again, they spent over $90 million on this show. What did they spend it on? Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't to get name brand talent um you know it's like what exactly did they spend it on the sets you know the costumes i I don't know like the action scenes we got were were kind of short and ultimately sort of pointless um ventures uh, goons all have stormtrooper aim and it's it's distractingly obvious and bad like oh they're just in a motorcycle right down the the center of town and Mm -hmm. there's not one guy who can who can hit them like not one not one all the automatic gunfire in the world they can't can't get in the general vicinity of a dude on a motorcycle that you can clearly see. Right. It, it's pretty bad, you know, and like we talked about this last week, but Miranda keys has like 75 jobs within the UNSC. So apparently decoding the language is just one. it's just another one. Like yep. of all the jobs, like, is it any wonder that they're, they're not making any progress? She's an idiot. And they've given her 75 different things to do. She's not good at any of them. So it's, they're trying to de decrypt the language and they didn't ever think to get language input from the soldiers actually in the field interacting with the enemy it's so obvious and dumb that's only made worse by the show asking the same question the audience is asking and laughing about and mocking like they acknowledge how dumb it is on the show and it just makes it that much dumber i i will say though um when they're talking about what the, the Sanghili word might actually mean the the moment where the one Spartan says it might also be shit, please don't kill me. Um, that's actually kind of a funny moment. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of my end of stuff. I can say good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I will admit I was like, all right, like not bad. That was clever. <laughs> like, that was like, clever. You got me, but yeah, I just like, come on, man. Like seriously, what, are what are we doing what is, so i mean again what is kwan's endgame to overthrow and her people are free at this point though it's it's not a good look that i don't care i don't yeah, like it's it's they're not- free
1: to do what to get wiped out by the covenant when they come back because yeah. the UNSC is not going to protect them like that's what they're free to do
0: <laughs> why yeah, does that it- make sense it's just again it's it's an odd choice that this is for you know take away the fact that when I say like oh when they get away from the halo stuff because they're doing that already but when they when they skip away from master chief this is what this is what the audience is supposed to get hooked on this is supposed to maintain interest on the show
1: And there's so many other things that don't make sense. Like when Soren is trying to, you know, find a way to get his ship back. Like it's been impounded by the local government because he's with a fugitive. How does he think he's getting it back? Like he, he doesn't have heavy weaponry. (laughs) Like he doesn't have major fire. Like it's just, he he just is like, yeah, I'm just going to go get my ship back. How? (laughs) <laughs> like how and why? And then they introduced this whole other thing of these mystics in the desert. And all of a sudden Quan's um, dad's walking around with a katana and, and fighting in this like dusty hallway. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's early to tell because they've just sort of introduced it. And I guess they're going to try to pay that off in the future, but I'm going, what
0: the shit is this? And mm-hmm. more importantly, why the shit is this? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is Why? Like everything is what, why, why that's it? Everything is, why is this happening? Yeah. If I, if I am going to talk about
1: something else that I found a little bit compelling and interesting. So most of the time, Master Chief's walking around his, his childhood home is, is absolutely yawn inducing. They did something kind of interesting where they they kind of set up a camera angle sort of behind his ear so that he can leave his helmet on because dude never has his helmet on. I mean, for a soldier that uses that as part of his heads up display, like dudes never got his helmet on. But it's kind of a way for them to give the actor in theory, and, I, and I'm and i using air quotes right now, uh, the opportunity to show emotion by mm-hmm. by setting that camera up behind him. So you can still see, you know, uh, while he's walking around and, and has his helmet on. Um, that is if they had an actor who was was going to actually do anything like that. And then they kind of switch back to your traditional, you know, Iron Man, Tony Stark inspired kind of, you know, shot of the face uh, when, he, when he's wearing a helmet. I did kind of think that was a little bit interesting, though, some of what they gave us with that. But that's kind of me grabbing at straws here, if I'm being honest, Matt.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I do think as much as I'm like, it's so uninteresting, at least the heads up display was cool when they were, you know, at least it's visually appealing. But again, it's visually appealing in a scene that I don't I don't care do not care and I have said that for three and a half he- for like three and a half of the four episodes even though I thought episode yeah. three was better I still said hey, you know I don't know G- given me dirt to eat and then given me bread for like if I'm eating dirt and then you give me two pieces of bread to put the dirt on it doesn't necessarily make it better. Like
1: yeah. And here's the thing that I'm sort of wondering about is they spend all of this time doing the, you know, they spend a lot of time talking. Right? You know, they spend a lot of time like setting up kind of uh competing alliances and and things like that. Is it because they have no faith in what they were going to be able to do visually with some of the action scenes? I mean, is it when we actually do get into some battle scenes? I mean, and and we saw uh, the first one opened with a really cool one. I mean, it was it right. was mostly very effective. There, there was a little bit here and there that you and I had some complaint about, but largely it was it was kind of fun. Um, do they not think they can sustain that? Do they think that most of what else they're going to be able to give us is really not good? So they're covering with all this other stuff because they don't think they can
0: deliver on the action. It, it makes me wonder. Right. And it makes me worry. Yeah, because I I really am sitting here going, so what is the covenant waiting for? Why haven't they attacked again? Because there's obviously something there that they know they need. Right, exactly. So why aren't they why aren't they attacking? Why was it one attack? Because let's look at what happened. You still don't have the artifact. So what were you doing what what were you doing this episode while everything was going on you still don't have what you need so are, are you like i like what is this is this is it your company picnic time like what <laughs> what, what are you doing
1: yeah they've uh they each corvette has had you know 180 days, uh, injury free. So they're they're doing a picnic to celebrate, right? Exactly. It's it's
0: siesta time. You know, eh, we can take a break. Like it'll, the halo ring will still be there. It just, (laughs) yeah. And what is? uh, I just I don't know, because all right, now. But here's the thing. Now we're in episode five coming up. Where are we going? Because are are you just good? When is halo going to be halo because you're just gonna you're gonna dump all of this in the what last two three episodes when when is this going to happen when is this going to when is the ring going to become a problem the, the last it almost episode- makes you wonder the last episode is a tease for season two.
1: Well, they've already told us that we're getting a season two. And at this point, I'm kind of wondering, you know, I thought maybe we'd see the ring on this episode. I think maybe we could see it next week, but at the pace that things are going. Um, no, I think we're just going to be on magical a lot. <laughs> I think, right. I think we're going to see a bunch of flashbacks of kids and and maybe like, you you know, they'll be in, they'll be in some kind of ship that comes up to, the Halo ring, mm-hmm. um, the first one, you know, that first installation. Um, I don't know. In, in my head, after the first week, after the second week, I thought of a lot of things like, okay, could we see 343 Guilty Spark by the end of this? Could we maybe see the flood by the end of this? Could we you know what would we actually get? Um, I'm going to just say I don't anticipate any of that happening. I, I really think we will probably not actually have any scenes on the ring Uh, This season. I think they're going to try to save that to get people
0: into season two. I, unfortunately, I just feel like you're right. I, I feel like the ring is going to be, it's going to be the establishing shot to, to set you into season two. And we will not actually get it this season. Yeah. It feels like that's the direction it's headed. And the problem is, like we've said, this has not Nothing about this show has made me, like, so far, nothing has made me say, like, okay, I would watch. If if this show ended next week and it was the shot of the Halo ring, I would legitimately, I would have no reason to say, okay, season... I would still not say season two is must-watch. I would say you have you have shown me no faith. Like I would need to hear resounding reviews to be like, Oh, okay. You know what? Let me, let me turn this on. Let me, let me see what's going on here because you have not made me interest. You haven't made me interested for season one. So you sure as heck don't have my support for season two.
1: Yeah. I think that's, it's hard to disagree with any of that. I think this is one of those things, unless something happens in the next five episodes. Yeah. We have five left. Um, yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, I'm sorry. Four left. <clears throat> um, if we don't have something that's really uh, hooking, if they continue giving us stuff that just isn't really of any interest and in, in the, these side characters, just not only are they not from halo, but they fall flat on their face and, and just have do nothing to the, conflict they introduce makes no sense it's not compelling and it doesn't it doesn't actually hold up to any scrutiny you know it makes you wonder like would you who would come back for season two you know I think they can get a little bit of like I'm going to give them the opportunity to I'm going to watch this whole season no matter how bad it is and just for the simple fact that I know how compelling it could be if they kind of if they just stick to what works about the game if they stick with those sorts of things, it could be really great. But if by the end of it, we still haven't seen any of that. I'm, I would have to have somebody tell me, oh my God, I know that the first season was like, there are shows like, um, like Breaking Bad, I think is a good example. You know, anybody who's really into that show will tell you, you got to give it a little bit to get Mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think there's, The first two seasons of The Walking Dead, like they actually really hooked me, but a lot of people have said those are kind of slow, and it's not until they kind of get moving into season three when the show gets a little bit of a budget again that it kind of moves forward and you can think of like, you know, I think the office is another example of, of a show that people say, listen, if you want to get into it, you got to give it a little bit of time. It's not going to hook you right away. Um, as opposed to a show like black sales, which is one of my favorite shows of all time where from the first episode, I'm going, what is this? This right. is awesome. Holy crap. This is incredible. Um, so I, I would really, I would probably tune out for episode, season two and wait to hear that it actually got better.
0: Yeah, no, uh, that's exactly where, where I would be with season two right now. But before we move on, is there anything else you want to talk about individually for, you know, the the meat of this episode? Because really, all I have is I'm not a fan of it. I, I don't know what else to, to point out from this episode. You know, the only thing that I'm trying to figure out is, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about Halsey
1: and what she's got going on. She, has, she knows more than she's letting on to John. <clears throat> she's aware he's gaining some memories back. She has to know or has to suspect there's a possibility that he's going to remember bad things about her from his childhood or lies that she's told mm-hmm. or, or terrible things that she's done. And yet it doesn't seem like overtly she's preparing herself for that. It's It's very strange that she's not a little more cautious that there's about to be a major problem on her hands that this seven foot super soldier could just completely flip on her and would deservedly do so based on what she's done. So I'm, you know, I, I know she thinks Cortana is in her back pocket as kind of a, a, a kill switch if she needs it, but right. I, I will say there's, there's something about that that has hooked me just a little bit. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that that could go somewhere, but it's, it's interesting that she doesn't, have more, I guess, caution with, with what could happen with him remembering more things and putting her in a compromising position without maybe trying to explain yourself. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, John, listen, you might be confused by some things that you're seeing. Not all of that is necessarily real. Some of that could just be part of the process. You know, like she's not, she's not hedging her bets
0: at all, which I think is weird. Right, exa- exactly. Yeah, I, I that's think, all I've got. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's a good I think that's a good call out, but yeah, there's really nothing else that's just like hooking. So uh let's move past all that and let's just get into roll credits and let's give our final thoughts on this episode where there's you know, we're gonna do our overall rating on this episode, what we think. Um And I'm going to bring up uh, uh, just a quick fact here, because I'll go first on this. Uh, Number one, my real rating for this episode is a one. I I particularly don't really care about this episode. I found myself uh, again, as soon as you told me that we were not able to do this Saturday, I said, "Okay, don't need to watch it. Like, I'm not watching it opening night. Well, opening night. You know what I mean? (laughs) Then the next day went by and I said, Eh, nope, I'm good. Nope, I'm good. And then I I, I got to be honest, I was home. I've been watching uh, Gotham. That's the first time I've ever actually watched uh, through that show. And I literally, I was watching Gotham and I turned it off at nine o'clock and said, geez, I said, if I don't turn it off, then I won't watch I won't be able to watch the entire episode before. And then I won't actually be able to really talk about it. Well, lo and behold, I really didn't need to watch the whole episode because everything's the same. Um, but I just, I had no desire to turn this episode on. I had no desire to say, all right, let's see what's happening. And that's bad. That is, that is really, really bad. Um, At this point, too, I'm really ready to say that, uh, you know, Kwan is 100% uh, my least favorite character uh, in this show. Yeah, she is by far terrible. She is whiny. She is a brat. She has shown she has gotten more people hurt than what she is trying to accomplish. Um, I cannot see that changing anytime soon.
1: So one of the things that I think is really compelling about what you just said, Matt, you said, "Okay, so this this show comes out on Thursday. Uh, You and I both spend a good percentage of our lives kind of just dicking around on the Internet. Think about how important it was to watch Mandalorian the week, like the the day it came out. To watch Wandavision the day it came out, Loki the day it came out, because you knew if you didn't stay off your phone, something would get spoiled. You know, think about how important it was to see um, Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, there were some things that we thought could happen, but you wanted to it. You wanted to receive that like the way that you could. Like you didn't want anything to be spoiled because you wanted to be able to enjoy it and have the surprises hit you and have a real reaction to it. Right. Um, Like if, if somebody spoiled this episode for you, like you wouldn't have cared because, but by the way, nobody is spoiling anything for this. Like there's, there's no buzz about this show at all that anything could be
0: spoiled for you. And I think that's really telling what would, yeah. What would they spoil? They walk, they talk, they talk, and then they talk. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That that's about that's about what happens. Um, so as far as a real rating, um, I'm going to go a little higher, um, but not much. I'm, I'm going to give it one and three quarter. Um, and here's the thing: is we've dumped on this, we've dumped on this, we've dumped on this. I actually am still curious if this can get turned around. If this can, and this is, and this is maybe just my inner fanboy who loves Halo. It's one of my personal favorite series of all time. Uh, for those people who listen to our top 100 video game episodes, you know that I, I've got a special place in my heart for the series. And for those many of these games on an individual level, I've probably spent more time playing Halo 2 than just about any other game I've ever played between the campaign and the and the time spent on online multiplayer. So this is something that I, I really care about. I really want to be good. Um, so, you know, I guess it's, it's that optimism that it's going to turn around, you know. Um, I'm still looking forward to next week. I'm still hoping that some of these little things that has the potential to pay off, the potential to maybe be good, even though I've just been kicked in the teeth over and over again. um, I I still have
0: blind optimism that I can't justify, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's a morbid curiosity at this point for me, whether or not this is actually going To be able to be something of interest that would, you know, turn me around and say, okay, you know what, as a whole, this season was interesting. I can say they did it. So that will be, that'll be the test to see, does this get any better? Cause I'm, God forbid it gets worse. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, Exactly. So, huh, well, everybody, that, that's going to do it for another uh, another episode of Halo. Uh, unfortunately, it is not, you know, what we have been expecting so far. However, uh, a couple of really exciting things that we'll, we'll close out with uh, before we end this episode to let you know what's going on. And, and one of them is is on april 27th uh i will be doing a live watch party of episode five of moon Knight. so uh if you follow matt goes to the movies on facebook instagram anything on social media uh you will see the link uh as to what that's going to be so you can watch along live with me as i watch episode five of moon Knight and join in the chat and see what you think uh really looking forward to doing that Rob, anything that you want to tell the listeners? I know we did, uh, you know, a, a video review of Resident Evil. Anything in the pipeline for Rob reviews?
1: Yeah, so Eric and I have some a couple things that we're talking about. We've got to narrow down to the uh, next time that we're going <clears> to <throat> get together for the extended podcast universe. But I definitely want to get the finishing touches done on our video review for the first uh, of the Resident Evil series. And then we'll kind of work on shooting the second one because, man, those are bad, <laughs> but they're kind of bad yep. in an awesomely bad way. This is kind of just bad. Um, it, it just actually bad. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, now that I've, uh, move, actually gotten a chance to move back into my home studio, um, it'll give me the opportunity in a little bit to be able to kind of do some other stuff too. So, uh, yeah, Eric and I are, are definitely talking about something very soon. Hopefully in the next week or two, we will uh, we'll be able to sit down and record it. I'm looking forward to uh, some of the stuff we're talking about. We uh, we like to go back, and if you've not had a chance to check out any of the extended podcast universe episodes, uh, we like to go back a little bit further and uh, touch on some of the films that have really made a big impact uh, on us over a long period of time and, and movies that have really stuck with us, characters, lines, scenes that um, – have really, you know, had a long lasting kind of effect on us. So um, yeah, we're really looking forward to the next episode. Yeah,
0: no, I always look forward to those. You've, you've done a lot of movies that I really enjoy, including one of my, my favorite movies in the boondock saints. So I always look forward to those and listeners, if you look forward to these episodes or any of the other episodes that we're doing again, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, anywhere you can get podcasts. You can just type in Matt goes to the movies, hit subscribe and join us, join the chats. Let us know what you think of episodes that we've done. You can email the show. It's a very simple email. Uh, it's basically the initials of the show. So it's M G T T M podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Podchaser.com. review the show Five stars reviews are always appreciated, but we want honest reviews. So until next time, we will see you very soon at Matt Goes to the Movies.